0: Hello and welcome to Mosh Pit. I'm Sai Beckwith.
1: And I'm Ellie Kumar.
0: And it's still festival season, Ellie.
1: Yay!
0: So we all went to your festival And, and had, had the
1: best time.
0: The best time. German sausages all of Saturday. I was so full. What a lovely, lovely day it was had. <laughs> and I, I glamped at your festival, of course. Yeah, obviously
1: I, glamping available. I was
0: working it, so you know, I was in the in the VIP area. Had a, a better wristband than what most people get.
1: You've got a free pint as well.
0: Do you get a free pint?
1: Only because just As a performer, the performer though that's yeah. good
0: yeah oh don't uh, don't give us a free ball turn that into more yeah, money when you pay it initially especially like a good party festival that's one thing for my Festival is we'd have really good beer tents and I think I'd have Tuborg because it really reminds us of Download Festival
1: yeah okay and
0: because Tuborg's got the bottles where you can open them like without using a beer a bottle opener Oh
1: clever really see I rare. don't drink beer so
0: what do you drink at festivals cider
1: I mean I like all cider to be fair I'll drink Strongbow I'm not fussy yeah,
0: I'm happy with <laughs> Oh, fruity as well. Any would have a load of fruity ciders.
1: I don't like it when it tastes like a farm. You know, like proper, like old man cider. I know what you I mean. Yeah, when you're like, oh, all oh, the pigs are out. Like, not that kind of cider.
0: Just like a traditional. Yeah. I don't like beer, but I'll have a cider instead.
1: If you know, if we're getting fancy, if this is the VIP section, ass balls. Oh, nice. Yeah.
0: And it sounds like ass balls, which is just funny to order. It's great. Yeah, it's just it's just nice seeing it. I'd also have, so when we went and used to go to festivals, my mate Maddy used to duct tape a bag of wine to her because he wouldn't let you the, take it. Um,
1: the ones you take on hiking that you're supposed to put water in Yeah, have the little tubes that come round you those, can put in So
0: we'd do those. Or, you know, if you unpack a box of wine, it's yes. just in a bag. So we'd just duct tape a that A goon to bag. Yeah. yeah. So that would be duct tape. But what would then happen is the tap would be near a crotch. And you'd have to just... <laughs> you'd have to hold your cup if- underneath and then... Which, White. to be
1: fair, is probably better because nobody would come up to you and say, what are you doing? No. Because it looks like you are pissing in a cup and then yeah. giving it to someone to drink.
0: And no, one, no one wants to mess with a person no. who's just smuggling a bag of wine in anyway.
1: Whereas we used to do, like, hip flasks. Don't knows a lot. Which we'd get, we'd fill with, like, vodka and then tape it to the inside of your, like, calf. So you let, like, and then with your wellies on... It's fine. You can't yeah. see. It doesn't make like a bulge or anything. But then once we were at um, like a one day festival and I was wearing like DMs yeah. instead of wellies. And there was just this big square lump on the side of my leg. And we were like, we're not going to get in with this. It only works with wellies.
0: Yeah. Well, that's good to know. So wellies are encouraged. Drink smuggling, totally fine on my festival. Yeah. You've got to smuggle it. You of walk in with it. Yeah. But if you get caught smuggling drinks, that's what we're here for. I did not right.
1: get caught. Going in, I can't, I think it was, I think it was Download Festival. And so we had a bag and I'd forgotten and my hip flask was just like in the bottom. And the security guard kind of saw it, but, and what I always take to festivals is mini chocolate bars. Sweet. (laughs) Like I'll buy the big multi packs from the supermarket and I'll take three or four in every day as little pick me ups throughout the day. And the guard saw the little hip flask and then he goes, Can I have a crunchy? And I was like, yeah. And he just, you know, I was like 16. Yeah? I was like, yeah, yeah, okay. And he just like took the crunch out of my bag. I was like, in you go. Oh, slush. So I was like, okay, thanks.
0: He's working security so at my Festival. Come. Yeah, he's no, he's working. He can't. Okay, alright. Oh, right. Okay. Depends. He's not going to hog on the crunchies. He can work it for four crunchies an hour. Fair. So he's there. I've decided my Festival is called Beckfest.
1: Okay, because your name is Simon Beckwith.
0: Yeah, so Beckfest, but because that sounds like breakfast, my food predominantly is starting the day with a goat fry-up. yes. So it's all breakfast-based <sighs> foods. So there'll be a cereal truck, there'll be, like, full English... Uh, pancakes Nice So like there's loads Of different foods yeah. That you can have That are breakfast. Hash browns or oh, hash browns Hash browns everywhere I reckon I could eat Like just hash browns And beans Is a good sustenance Yeah So like just loads Beans are
1: messy though How do you eat beans At a festival
0: So I reckon If you get like a bowl and hash browns, beans on top, and then, like, okay. a pork.
1: I would always steer clear of things like... It's like eating soup. You wouldn't eat soup at a festival.
0: No, but you could drink soup, though. Mm, yeah, okay, fine. <laughs> you picked <laughs> that was that was literally all pretty... <laughs> of the worst example. That was excellent. No, but, like, loads of wraps and stuff like that. Yeah. And breakfast wrap.
1: Oh, breakfast burrito. Oh,
0: that'll be good. Yeah. So, Beckfest. Does I'm, I'm breakfast. already in.
1: I don't even care what bands you've got on.
0: But wait till you hear. It could be Genesis. That's all three days, <laughs> but it's a different incarnations. It's like Peter Gabriel Genesis, uh, Phil Collins Genesis, and then readings from the Bible Book of Genesis. Oh, the That's best. my. That's the that be- Sunday night. That's obviously, but it's read by one of my headline band for the first night.
1: Ooh. But I'm not going to say it. Okay, who. right. But well,
0: shall we do the idea? Yeah. yeah? So, first day, right, and then I'll go through... I've not really split it yet, but I reckon first day I would want Lamb of God okay. and Slayer are my two pre-headline bands. Pre-headline, okay. So, I've gone, like, real... Old like, school and just the best bands. I've not gone right. for like somebody who would slot into not quite the headliner. Yeah, my non-headliners could also have. So this is festivals. a festival
1: of just headliners.
0: No, I'll put some up and comers <laughs> on as well. Sure, sure. You know, like Iron Maiden, or something. <laughs> like, <nice laughs> this boys. little
1: band that you may never have heard of. I'm
0: um, booking Iron Maiden, right? But you can they can only come if Bruce Dickinson flies his plane round the. Festival Fen. with a different bit of writing on every day. Okay. So that's part of it. I can't remember if I've actually booked made really badly organized festival lists. Don't come. Uh, no, I would have. So Slayer and Lamb of God, right. I think, right, just let's start day one. All my bands are brilliant, Hard, awesome cool. bands who could headline. Yeah. But that's what I want. So Lamb of God, I think, again, like a great live show, heavy class. Yeah. And Slayer's Slayer in it.
1: Just Slayer. Just, just Slayer. Yeah.
0: And they could have easily headlined. But I think I haven't picked them to headline. And instead, so my headliner, for the first night, I've gone Slipknot.
1: Oh, yes. Because yeah. I think that'll draw
0: people in as well. That's yeah. also like people will go, oh, that's like a band I really want to see. It'll be a great festival vibe. Yeah. It's a proper live show. It's iconic.
1: They are good at festivals as well. Yeah. It's one of, the, yeah. I mean, I was about to say, that'll get the young people in and then realise that that's like my age and we're not that young. But this
0: is my mistake though, because when Slipknot played in town... There was loads of people who were like, "Oh, I remember these from back in the day," and I'm like, "But you're not that old," and also, no, you don't because you weren't that type of person back yeah. in the day. Like, I used to get bullied for wearing a Slipknot hoodie,
1: and that, but yeah, no, it's like a really like everyone loves Slipknot now, yeah. and it's like oh, you didn't though.
0: No, you didn't like them on TFI Friday. <laughs> I did. That's because I like them more than you. Like, because
1: I like them before they were famous. Yeah,
0: I like the old stuff, but you don't even know track two from album one. Can you name <laughs> it? Can you name it?
1: I genuinely can't.
0: Nah, cut it off. Do I think women get that more than men?
1: Oh, absolutely. like, oh, you're wearing a Nirvana T-shirt. What's your favorite Nirvana song? Mine is Drain You.
0: you should just always, whenever they do that, just name a Foo Fire song and watch the next one. <laughs> the best Are really we like ever long and then it's like uh, i did once because there was a spate of people wearing ramones t-shirts who didn't like the ramones yeah um and i convinced someone at a house party who didn't like the ramones that it was actually pronounced the ram ones
1: nice that's, that's all right though like fine. i wasn't picking on them too no. much and it was
0: quite funny and i watched i heard them say that to someone later on that that's I had, great i did that but yeah just if just liking a band's nice i yeah. don't feel judgy but i feel like that's a really good solid start. yes Lamb of God the Slayer and then Slipknot but also like it'll be a good like loads of like I want I want like a heavy party festival oh yeah. god I've just thought I should have booked Andrew WK
1: oh yeah oh. also you could have just slipped him in on one of the other days I'm not told him. no I'm, no I'm, I'm, that you'd nah.
0: <laughs> I want him to know I thought about him I'm not cancelling bands for Andrew WK
1: okay
0: uh, right on this night right what will happen is there's a secret extra after Slipknot right the music goes down and you think yeah. what like this festival they, they, tonight's done number one. back to me. bedtime everyone goes straight
1: to bed after the headliner and then
0: WK comes out and just plays party hard ten times in a row <laughs>
1: nothing else <laughs>
0: nothing else just that uh, to with, be
1: fair with
0: Kat Dennings he's stuff. great
1: but I only know that song
0: He's got other songs, but they are basically of a very similar type.
1: Same melody, slightly different words.
0: Yeah. I accidentally called Andrew Tate, because we're, to- we're talking about what an awful person Andrew Tate is. That's me new beef, because fair. fair. Um, but I accidentally called him Andrew W. Tate, and now I kind of get that <laughs> character out of my head. And they
1: crossed together. Yeah, because
0: Andrew W. K. is the best man, Andrew W. Tate is the worst man. Fair. And somewhere no, in like the middle is an Andrew W. Tate. Yeah. And I just kind of kind stopped thinking about what he would be like.
1: <laughs> He'd just be a really normal man though, wouldn't he? Just like totally average, <laughs> nothing either side if he was in the middle.
0: Yeah, he just wouldn't listen to Joe Rogan podcasts. That's the, often that's all you need from a man. I think
1: that's all you need from anyone in life, really.
0: It's good, is it? So Joe Rogan's not playing Mike festival. That's good. Not in a comedy tent. Don't um, need to cancel you. No, nobody. No cancel people. All lovely people. I have remembered who I've booked for the second day. That's fine. Are we going to
1: have to change what we've just said?
0: I've picked Pantera for the second day, so, you know, it is what it is. You have to deal with Phil Anselmo being what he's like.
1: Maybe he can just be in a little bubble, come out and do the set, and then not speak to anybody.
0: That's what you'd hope. Yeah. We'll get them Zorbin balls.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
0: that's fine. So we've got Anselmo, we've got Mantera, that's day two. Nice. Again, like they're a headline band for me.
1: But that is that not your headline? They? But they're not my headline. Right, okay. I've
0: just gone, let's just get the best bands on. Yeah, fair. So I've got them. There was
1: me trying to do a nice thing, trying to like Bring up all these little bands. But
0: I think it's because we'd have like 10 bands a day on main stage. Yeah. And I've gone, we've picked the ones out that would really stand out. But there's loads of less big bands that I would pick that I think are great. I'd try and look at like up and coming newer bands. You'd try and have a variety as well. Yeah. Like bands like Glassjaw for me would always play every festival. Yeah. Every time I die, I didn't put on the list. There's loads of bands that I'd definitely have on and that could probably slot. Yeah. Neck Deep or Good and there's burials are great and there's loads of heavy bands like architects if we're going to go back and bring bands yeah. like that on you could put them earlier in the lineup
1: also yeah this is a very much like a highlights because otherwise it would be like three bands a day and that would yeah. be the worst music festival in the world but i've
0: picked the three like i've picked headline bands yeah because second band for day two is elixir on yeah. fire
1: oh yes oh my
0: god i think they're great not like yeah. to yeah they still feel like a new band because I we're listening to so much old stuff. I had
1: forgotten about them until you just said it.
0: I think they're incredible. They're probably one of the best live bands I've ever seen. I've
1: never seen them, yeah.
0: They're so good. No one in there is problematic. Yeah? Yeah, just went through my head. Yeah, Just they're all right. Really good dudes. Wade from Alexa on Fire, I think, might be just the loveliest man. Just really nice. They've got a really good aesthetic. They're a great band. They've got a good variety of songs as well. So, Crisis is a punk album, yeah. essentially. Uh, Watch Out was probably my favourite album at one point. It's not dated great. The guitar sound from Alex on Fire got much, much better as went yeah. on um, in terms of production and stuff. But I think they'd be a great live band. They've got a great back catalogue. I certainly wouldn't do that thing where I want them to play one of their albums.
1: No.
0: I want them to play... The hits. The
1: hits. That's all we ever want from gigs.
0: (laughs) And it'd be so lively and so, like, it would would get rowdy and just be lush and they'd be great to have on. You could also put Dallas Green in, like, an acoustic tent.
1: Yes. I I was never a huge fan of, like, acoustic tent stuff. Like, I always just got, like, oh, can't you just, like, have the whole band on? Yeah. But I I see the point in them. And, like, I mean, with Dallas Green, it is... Acoust- it's written to be acoustic Yeah, colours,
0: acoustic stuff. So. Yeah, so actually
1: that would be fine.
0: And there'd just be a lot... Plus, right, that gets all the whiny little soft boys in one place at one time. So I can ignore them. Yeah, and then what we'll do is I'll come out and just go, yeah, grow up. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Leave lasses alone. Stop pretending you're not like a little bit misogynistic just because you read poetry to them. Be nice. Don't be a douche. That's the goal of this festival.
1: That's a great aim. Yeah. Yeah.
0: We're gonna convert people to through being
1: good people.
0: <laughs> or at the very least, Andrew W. Tate, who is the most medium person that has ever lived. That's my new character. So that's day two. Uh headliner for day two, I've gone with, i previously mentioned him earlier, Kiss. Yeah. So when I said I'd have someone in Genesis,
1: okay. that's
0: awesome. And I'll win it. Oh, absolutely. Maybe I'll see my name? Is it he's free to get his hair set on fire and still plays?
1: Yes. Oh,
0: it's so good. So we're did... not
1: aiming to set his hair on fire. Oh but, no, I you am. Know. That's oh right, you're going to stand with a lighter at the side yeah. of the stage.
0: I'm going to burn someone. This... <laughs> that's what this festival's all about. I think Kiss. I've seen them a download. Yeah. And they were a great live show. They played for so long, right? This
1: is... They do long sets. Oh, long that's set. what
0: you want. So I popped off to see Dylan Jarrett's Escape Plan, which that was the band I was there for, and yeah. then come back and Kiss was still playing, and I was like, "This is great."
1: And they've got so many bangers as well, like just
0: proper stage show. Yeah, Um loads of people are being fancy dress as yes. them. So walking around the festival, you get to shout at any Peter Chris that you see. Nobody wants to be Peter Chris. That's great reference to Family Guy. I think it's Family Guy, isn't
1: it? My I, friend Sarah loves Kiss, and she went. To the last time they played "Download" and did the full Great. face paint, full makeup, and she's sent she's got photos of it, and it looks fantastic. It's
0: a huge live show as well. Yeah, like, so we'll
1: hire Sarah to do everybody's makeup. That'd be good. Yeah.
0: When I was a baby, apparently the song that used to make me chill the most, I used to sit in front of the telly and watch "Crazy Nights" by Kiss. Amazing. So I've been at them for years and years. And I think years.
1: that's one of my favorite Kiss songs. Do "Radioactive" we... is yeah. my favorite, but that's not that's. Just Gene Simmons, isn't it, on his own?
0: Think so, yeah.
1: But it was all it's always they always play it, so
0: Detroit Rock City. Have you seen the film as well? No A film? Right, so there's a film about four teenage boys.
1: Going to take kiss?
0: They're in it, yeah. Um, and it's, so it's Edward Furlong, um, Giuseppe Andrews, who never had the career I thought he was gonna, and two other boys. Natasha Leone's in it. It's one of her first films. I know
1: who that, I don't know who the other people used to be. so,
0: right, it's so, so good. It's a really good film. So it's about like four boys going to say kiss. It's like that sort of late 90s, about 98, 99. Right. Late 90s film. But it's great and it's phenomenal. And anytime kiss get referenced in films, good as well. Cause I like when, is it role models? And they're playing, Sean William Scott's playing Love Gun. It's a lovely bit where they sing the lyrics to Love Gun, and he's like, he means his dick. (laughs) And I think about that all the time.
1: They're just so, like, obvious, you know? Like, they're not trying to be... Clever and subtle.
0: But that's what I want from yeah. a headliner. Oh, that's
1: absolutely. Is
0: iconic. And the similar to like, when you pick Rammstein, you know what you're going to get. And yeah. That's what you're here for. So that's my day two. Again, Lovely. It's packed. Yeah. And I'd make sure what else is on balances that out. Um, before we go to day three, what I want to do is talk about my other stage. Yes. So I would have another stage and that stage would be a punk stage. It would essentially be, were you on the Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2 soundtrack? you can play this stage. Fair. Oh, I'd probably have like a half pipe.
1: Oh, I was going to, yeah, yeah. You're going to have like a little skate ramp and stuff. And-,
0: um, and I'd have OPM just playing Heaven is a Half Pipe once at some point for, like, for nostalgia and that. So I'd get them. Other bands I'd have, like Green Day would have been, they came very close to being a headliner for me. Yeah. Because um, I've seen them headline numerous festivals and had some amazing experiences. Like Green, they are my favourite, favourite band of all time. And I think they can headline a metal festival because metal has... Even if some of them don't admit it, because try and be like, oh, I don't know, too soft. Green, Day are just a great band.
1: I honestly don't know anyone who doesn't like... You know, yeah, they might not be your favourite band, but... I don't know anyone who doesn't like. Like, yeah. I mean, okay, I'm gonna. My mum likes Green Day. Yeah,
0: because they're a really accessible yeah. band. To me, Green Day are probably the best stadium rock band going. But if you count Springsteen, Springsteen is the best act of all time. But Green Day are a great stadium rock band. To me, they are, and Billy Joel Armstrong sort of said it in a roundabout way, a queen they're like a modern day oh, queen like, more than a pop punk band that they yeah. are. They're the queen. Like they're a really good. Stadium band, so I think. But I'd put them on the punk stage. But the good yeah. play early stuff. So again, I wouldn't make them play one album. But there's loads of I've. I think I've watched. I've completed Green Day on YouTube. I've watched Fair. every video. I've got every bootleg. But there's stuff when they play stuff off Kaplunk and the early albums. That on a small intimate gig.
1: That would be that would be good.
0: They've also got a cover band that they're playing called The Cover-Ups.
1: Oh, okay. Um, and
0: Billy Joe Armstrong during lockdown did loads of cover songs. So I would book Billy Joel or The Cover-Ups to do a load of... it. it's all like 80 I pop I keep thinking covers. you're saying
1: Billy Joel. I know you're not, but now... Oh, well, you've like ruined a...
0: Headliner for day three then. Oh, there.
1: damn, sorry.
0: The Piano Man.
1: <laughs> it just keeps... But no, I'm seeing Billy Joel doing Green Day songs.
0: That's good. Oh... That's really good. And then he'd just be called like Billy Joel Armstrong. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Right, that's on. Do you know what Billy Joel does? Billy Joel, the piano man. The piano man. Right, do you know what he does at gigs with the front row? No. So because the front row gets bought up straight away and it's people with money, what Billy Joel does is he buys the entire front row himself first before the tickets go on sale. And then when people get to the gig, he gives everyone in the back row tickets (gasps) to the front row and brings them all forward because he knows they're his true fans. Yeah. So He's going to do, do that at the festival. Oh, yeah. Playing Green Day songs. And I'll have Green Day and yeah. I'll have the cover-ups.
1: Green Day playing Billy Joel songs. Oh,
0: that's good. They're going to do Uptown Girl.
1: Piano Man. What
0: scenes from an Italian restaurant
1: can't think of any That's
0: more <laughs> I, know. I, I know a lot of Billy Joel he seems like a good dude and like his music's alright but I couldn't tell you lo- like the songs but when it's on yeah. it, it's you're great. like this
1: is a great song let's dance along yeah. to
0: it so Billy Joel's there I think he'll be a laugh to hang out with as well but it's a punk stage predominantly Yeah. so I've won bands like Rancid and Against Me uh, cancer Bats, the Bronx, loads of stuff with trumpets. I don't really like score music, but I feel like okay. a festival. It's, you know, when you're on the It's Yeah, fun. Like less
1: than Jake, sort of. Yeah, yeah.
0: Just a, there'll be Sunday when you're shattered. Yeah. I'm just going to mainly score, which will either tip you over the edge <laughs> or give you that little lift. Bling 182? Yes. I, Bling 182, so at the time of recording of Tom DeLong's back. Yes. Conspiracy theorist Tom DeLong.
1: And uh, they're charging 180 quid for a gig ticket, which is fun.
0: We had the welly, so it's the same thing as Slipknot. That loads of people who didn't like Blink Money Two are now buying tickets for a band that they like. Oh, this is my favorite band. And no, they're not.
1: Yeah, like I mean, and I will admit, Blink 182 Two were never my favorite band.
0: No, neither mine. Like, I love pop punk. I think there's yeah. much better pop punk bands than them.
1: They're fine. And then one of my friends said, "Do you want to go?" And I was like, "Well, you know what? We'll have a look because." I like going to gigs, and if there's a chance for me to go, then sure. I've never seen them live. Um, Got on my little Ticketmaster, sat there at 10 o'clock, waiting. I was 10,000th in the queue for the Glasgow show, because it was a Saturday, and it was the only one I could go to. And I was like, you know what, I'm not doing anything. I I hadn't started work yet. I was just sat there, I'll leave it and see what happens. So I got through, and it was like, there's tickets available. And they were £180 for standing... All of the fans are going to be at least my age. Yeah. We can't stand for that long. We need seats.
0: Yeah, see, I would have bought. a star, always buy a standing ticket. I just, had, I'll find something to lean on. <laughs> another person. Yeah, <laughs> it's always another person. But there's, yeah, there's no, there's so many people going to that show who aren't big Blink One 2 yeah. fans and he paying a lot of money. Again, there's much, much, much better pop punk bands. What the mean is, I'm paying this amount of money because I think Travis Barker is this lush. That's a lot of people is. It's because they really fancy Travis Borger.
1: I mean, I would never judge anybody's celebrity crush, except my boyfriend's, whose celebrity crushes Annika Rice, who's a great, a lovely person, but it's an odd crush to have.
0: And we can talk, we'll quickly talk about that, because we're talking about before we started recording. We were. Because I did a gig, and Annika Rice was meant to be on the gig. Legit, true story, it was really weird, her name was on, she was meant to be doing five minutes at the stand, we had to keep it secret. I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about this, but I'm doing it anyway. And I'm going to knock Phil Collins out, have that. But um Annika Rice was meant to be there doing five minutes and then she didn't turn up. And I posted about it the next day on social media. So I posted, I had a great gig. I was uh, closing it. It was lovely. And I posted, oh, Annika, you didn't turn up for your spot. You'll not be getting future little Red row 10s at the stand from that. And you were saying that you didn't get the reference. I never understood. the I mean, a cryptic thing. But then, again, yeah, jokes
1: yeah, go over my head. Meant to
0: be gigging with Annika Rice and Annika Rice didn't turn up. Mm. I don't even know what it's for. So I think it's for a tally thing. Oh, so we're going to be filming that. And that's why they were like, don't say anything, but then she just didn't turn up. Uh Rude. That is rude. I'd, and I'd already planned I was going to take a photo with her and then be like, oh, I can't believe I've just met Ulrika Johnson because that is funny.
1: This is such a re- like niche reference or like throwback references. I mean, there's going to be a lot of people who don't understand. Nobody who are too knew. too young to understand this.
0: Well, lately, Kyle, who was comparing that night, was talking about it out the audience and then uh, was saying how, the, how does everybody remember Annika Rice and not a lot of people did. But I said I had a bet on that I reckoned more people would think she was Ulrika Johnson And think she was the last off shooting stars. That is fair. Than being Annika Rice. Because Challenge Annika is not a great reference point.
1: No. Yeah. No. We've totally gone off topic.
0: Annika Rice is playing me festival. Right. So.
1: Challenge. Are we going to do a Challenge Annika as part of the festival? Yeah.
0: So she lands in a helicopter. Right. And then she gets 10 metal themed challenges.
1: Nice.
0: So one of them will be playing uh, Enter Sandman as a riff on guitar. Uh, One of them will be a bit of drumming. Uh, one of them will be doing loads of court with one of Black Sabbath. So just loads of heavy metal themed yeah. challenges. And annika comes and does that on day two. Okay. So that's part of the festival. Um, did I say kiss our headlining I did say the headlining we're on the punk
1: tent at the moment punk tent do
0: you know what it is this is typical me in a festival I'm out of the shop right oh I want
1: to see this
0: I want to see this I want to see this yeah again undiagnosed ADHD I am not got the attention to be good at a festival I'm wandering everywhere see
1: I am the person that makes a spreadsheet for a festival of stage times and who's on where and how long will it take us to walk from stage one to the other side and when will we go to the toilet and here is a toilet break I've got it 10-minute slots of the whole day.
0: See, I'm back right now doing this podcast together. You know I'm a fan of uh, spreadsheets. The reason is I need that structure to be able to enjoy things. So I would need your spreadsheet. Yeah, because then I know where I'm meant to be. Otherwise, I'm just off wandering. And then in the BR tent and then... And then you've missed
1: Black Sabbath and...
0: And I've had my 18th breakfast burrito of the day because I wasn't paying attention and just I'm tired. I'm going to go and have a nap. So that's what I'm in the punk tent now. Yeah. Focused. Just seen Blink-182. And then I'm off, have a little kit, ready for day three. Day three, bands, and I think these should have been a headliner. But I've gone and i put them on, squeezed them in, because my band suggested these, because she knows I've got a t-shirt and knows I love them. Deftones. Deftones, oh, I should okay. have had headlines. headline. Yeah, yeah. Deftones are a great band and would go really well at any point in the day. Yeah. And just phenomenal. So Deftones, straight in, and I think are one of the greatest bands of all time. I feel like
1: they're one who would be on really early and would be surprisingly heavy for an early yeah. on band. And everyone's like, whoa.
0: Oh, and on a Sunday, you'd go through like a range of emotions. There's certain songs they might play that would just... Every little emotion hits you. Yeah. You may have a little cry because you've done too much. That's fine. That's what deaf tones are there for. So they're on. Linkin Park. Yes. Again, good headline. You need that nostalgia. Are
1: we, right. And we did talk about this in my episode about when we pick a band. Like, what point? I'm guessing we're picking Linkin Park with Chester Bennington.
0: Pick Linkin Park. Right. Do you know what? I'm going first album before everyone gets Ooh, into them. Oh, okay. Um, so
1: not Meteora then? So nothing no, like that? No. No,
0: He's little Totten Panther on, he's straight out there. Yeah. Skinny little boy, him and Mike Shenoda. Before Jay Z at the side of the stage, and I'm like, yeah, J no J Z. No, right? No. You're in England
1: off. now, it's a Z. <laughs> yeah,
0: you, you leave because they're not doing that song. And then surprise, bang, they do it anyway, to the last song. And they do the little mashup and that and the little collab.
1: Did I tell you about the time I went to see Lincoln Park?
0: I don't think you did. You tell so me.
1: it was Lincoln Park was my first gig. Um and it was the Milton Keynes Bowl in two thousand and eight. Um, and me and my best friend went and my dad drove us and just waited in Milton Keynes all day. <laughs> and it was like, um, it was the Project Revolution tour. So they had yeah. about six bands on throughout the whole day. Um, and they had, had Enter Shikari was on, who were really good. It was one of the first times I'd seen Enter Shikari. They'd be a good
0: show for a festival. They're really yeah. good
1: as a, like a festival band. Um, and then they had Nerd, which is the guy with the hat who wears a big hat. And I can't remember his name.
0: Pharrell? Yeah. N-E-R-D? Yeah, yeah. I know, I, I forget to pronounce nerd, but I've always thought of them as N-E-R-D because there's stars in between each oh, line. Oh,
1: okay. I mean, you could be right. I might be wrong. It might be.
0: It's whatever you want it to be. Right.
1: Nerd. Pharrell. They, it, that was really good. It was not anything I was expecting. And then Jay-Z was the support. And so Jay-Z did his set. Linkin Park came on and did their, like, two hours of, like, amazing stuff. And then for the encore, they had Jay-Z and Linkin Park do their... Which I think was the perfect way to do it.
0: That's a good because we've talked about encores before. I'm not a fan because play what you've yeah. what you've said you're going to play, play that right, and then like, that if, is if the only
1: type of encore because I mean it had to be the encore Yeah. because the song is encore, isn't it? But so. you
0: know, it's, yeah, and you know they're going to come back out and do it. That's why encores are weird because like it's a, I think it's a bold level of arrogance to go. People are going to enjoy me so much, I'm going to hang some stuff back. It'd be like me doing that in a set and just going, I'm not going to do any best stuff. Because they're going to love us so much. I'll just keep that for later.
1: Tell you what, though. The last time we saw Green Day, in the encore, they played a song nobody knew.
0: Oh, I like that.
1: They, like, And I thought it was just me, like, not because yeah. I don't know all the really, really early Green Day stuff. And like, I was looking at my boyfriend, who likes the early yeah. stuff. And he was like, I don't know what this song is. Our friends were like a couple of rows back. We met them afterwards. And she was like, I'd never heard that song. And she is the biggest Green Day fan in the world. She didn't know what it was. Oh, nobody knew what the song was. In that, the Encore.
0: I'd have known. Of course, course you would.
1: course you Just to
0: prove how much I love Queen Day. So in my office up there, I have got, right, it's the most niche bit of fan merch, but I bought blank, rewritable Green Day CDs so they've all got a Green Day design on. And I remember my mate Ash who at some point I'd love to get to come in and guest on the podcast, he's a massive Green Day fan and he was working on a record shop and he was like, Buy these, they're going to appreciate and value and they'll be worth loads. Very much depreciating and I was value. Say, in I 15 they years nah, but I've got them. I just um, there's only about ten of them in the country. They're an American all
1: in your uh <laughs> yeah, I've got them in your shelf. And
0: I regret buying them, but that's a different story. But yeah, so Green Day I think would be good um, yeah. on the they're on the punk stage of course. And then we'll come over uh, to the main stage. So, you've yes. seen Deftones? Tones. you've seen Deftones. Uh, Then I've also got next My Chemical Romance.
1: Nice, yeah. Good
0: festival band, I think a big band.
1: Yeah. Unless, of course, you're in Vegas and uh, missed them recently.
0: Yeah, my festival's definitely not in Vegas. In- no
1: wind, no high wind warnings. No
0: Mines in Jara.
1: Oh!
0: <laughs> <clears> That's so where it is. I think, uh, <laughs> listen, as at home, I think I've broke Ellie. Are you all right, mate? Sorry. Are <laughs> we good?
1: Where? Where in Jarrah is it going to be? Uh,
0: down there, Slaggy, which is a big hill. <gasps> oh, I always want to run a festival there. Right, genuinely. So there's a thing called the Slaggy and I walked past it with um with me niece when I was picking off for school and my daughter Erin and I went, oh, that was the hill I used to drink cans on and roll down because I'm an excellent role model. <laughs> but I'd have it there, so it's like a really small... Festival.
1: Okay. But to I'll be s- fair, this does actually sound really good. And like-
0: I've got me to South Tyneside Council. I'll speak to them. They'll put a bit of funding in it <laughs> for cheesy. I'd love to. Let have you that. keep the lights on. I'd love to have that conversation with South Tyneside Council. I've got my Capital romance playing lads. Can we? Uh, can we have a nice bit of lighting for the for the festival, please? So South Tyneside Council are involved Excellent. Uh, with sponsors or Greg's, obviously, because it's local and uh, the bike shop, that's near Jarrah Metro, that one. Frank's Flooring. Frank's Factory Flooring, obviously. He announces the band's on. Of course. Like, because he's he's mad Frank. Oh, I bloody love carpets, mate. Is that the other guy?
1: Is that not Frank's Flooring?
0: That might be. I feel like there's another guy who really loves carpets. I mean, there's
1: a lot of carpet shops, I'm not going to lie.
0: Yeah, so there's a whole... And instead of having, like, anything mad, I've just got, like, loads of... There's a room that you go in when you need a detox, right? And it's just all carpet samples the (laughs) wall and the floor.
1: Well, he'd give them to you for free. They're just the offcut.
0: Yeah, sponsored. I mean, but he, the thing is, is you go in there and chill, but then it's that advert playing <laughs> over and over again, just
1: to drive you insane. So
0: you go in there, you chill. You've seen Make Out a Romance, right? Do
1: you want to s- explain why Michael Crutch? Because we really got off topic there, but
0: because they just really love carpets. <laughs> And Jarrah. And I just, I think I needed some emo. Yeah. I'm an emo at heart. Like, I love heavy music, but I think they're still, like, there's a little bit of an edge to them. Yeah. What I love about My Chemical Romance is Ray Toro is one of the most important members of that band because you can tell he likes Maiden. So he brings a stadium rock guitar sound.
1: He's such a good guitarist. Really good. Like, he could be in, like, bands that weren't emo bands. He could be in...
0: He's so good. He balances out the fact that Frank Yero is getting by on just being a bit lush. Like they balance each other really well because one of them's lush, one Again, of them's less lush.
1: Never did it for me. I could never get, I didn't understand the Frankiero love.
0: Uh,
1: I was uh, Gerard. I was Gerard all the way.
0: So I was making it because he looked exactly like me and I just thought, how weird would that be?
1: With their Geordie accent.
0: I just... He's, yeah, he's got this accent, honey. We decided that earlier. Uh, no, Ger- Gerald is a really beautiful, lovely man. Yeah. I love that he writes comics now and yes. has a very successful TV show. Um, but Also,
1: yeah. has no tattoos because he's scared of needles.
0: Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I've not even thought about that.
1: That's why he's got no tattoos. He's the only one who's not got any tattoos. Has
0: Mike, Mike Uwe got tattoos? Yeah. yeah. And obviously Frank's got loads.
1: Yeah, never thought I mean, I don't right. know about Ray. He might have tattoos. I have I couple. feel like he will.
0: You know the drummer that got sacked. Did he get sacked for something to do with like stealing merch?
1: The, well, so the first drummer, because they keep going through drummers yeah, essentially, it's like Spinal
0: Tap. <laughs> it's
1: always the drummer in it. Yeah. The first drummer, I think they just went separate ways because they fell out and they just weren't in the same like place. And then the second drummer was their roadie, mm-hmm. who then they brought on. I can't remember. I don't know. I'm maybe. sure
0: our drummer got sacked for selling. Merch, but I also feel like the referee, Earl Hebner from WWE, got sacked for the same thing. And I think I've now confused them both. But come and see My Chemical Romance at this gig, right? Because Earl Hebner's playing drums. you never thought you'd see that. And working the merch stall is My Chemical Romance's old drummer. The thing is, is all of the merch is snidey merch. So it's all like My Chemical Bromance.
1: <laughs> I'd wear that t-shirt.
0: Link in park, but it's like Link in Yeah. park. It's all sp- That's how you spell it right I've realised I've made fake merch for a band but accidentally spelled that's it the the right actual
1: way. spelling of them yeah
0: and it's like kiss but it's just like a mouth with lips and all of the makeup slightly wrong to get around yes. copyright reasons and Gene Simmons has got a really small tongue
1: <laughs> that's the best bit
0: that's good enough.
1: tiny little tongue sticking that out that is
0: the first bit of Mothpet merch that we're going to make so yes. Gene Simmons doesn't say it well. and it's Gene spelt like the old lady way yes Lovely, right, so right. that's, they're on, um, and headliner for the last day, I think you would already picked them, but I really, really would want them, is Sabbath. Yeah. You just have to, There's no you.
1: one else, there's literally no one else, is there?
0: But I'd like, really, like, you'd peak, pick peak Sabbath, I'd absolutely pick peak Sabbath, because they're just great, and it would be great to say, like, Aussie in full health. Yeah. And I'd probably have as well, like, a film tent.
1: Oh, that's a good idea.
0: I've... I'd just thought of it, Ellie, because I was thinking what we could do is show a couple of episodes of the Osbournes. Yeah. Super <laughs> right laugh. Or, oh, and, on one of my stages, right, I'd have um, Kelly Osbourne right. singing her version of Pat I Don't Preach, because as agreed at made show the other day, me and Lee were sat in the green room and I put that on my playlist, it is the best cover of all fucking time. It is great.
1: Okay. Um, do you know
0: the back and on that are Incubus?
1: No. Yeah? Is it? swear yeah. No. It's
0: a really, really good cover. But I'd have her doing that, but like on our intervals. Yeah. So every now and again you can pop in there and it's any of the tents, even main stage. My like no. our romance have just finished. Who is this? Kelly Osbourne and Incubus with Earl Hebner, the referee on drums. And because you know, he's got to get, gotta get the work. And that happens and that's lovely.
1: That's great. And
0: then it all leads into the headliner, which yeah, Sabbath. We'll both pick Sabbath, which I think is good. Cause yeah. It shows we're both on a similar page of what we'd want from a festival. Yeah. And you get some treats. You could get Ozzy doing some solo stuff. Maybe he's on a smaller stage. Yeah. So we said about an acoustic stage. I'd want, like, bloated 80s Ozzy doing some of his hits on a different stage.
1: Yeah. Okay, no, I like that.
0: Oh, actually, I might just have, like, a... 80s sort of hair metal stage oh
1: yeah now i would prefer that to an acoustic stage like an 80s hair metal i'd stage.
0: rather have like a party stage so you've got like your muse or like a main stage where yeah. it's the best bands. you might have a muse stage where it's like really inaccessible oh. bands or bands like Dylan dillinger escape plan who are a get or difficult to listen to like they're yeah. a really weird in reduction in metal and heavy music there's
1: like a because they're a weird band because there's a couple of songs that i really like and then you listen to some others and I'm like, I, I can't listen to this. It's
0: really techy and yeah. like, it's hot. I get it, it's difficult. I mean, to be
1: fair, there's some, and we talked about this in, previously, Coheed and Cambria, who I think are amazing and brilliant, and I would listen to them every day for the rest of my life. But not all of their, some of their songs, I'm like, this has gone on for seven minutes and I need something else now.
0: Well, that's why I've got the punk stage, because you can just go, oh, I'm just going to watch the distillers. Three-minute songs. The distiller's absolutely all over that stage. They would be great. They were a great band. i seen it at a festival. Yeah. And then I think they were followed by the Lost Prophets, who weren't a great who band. Who we
1: don't speak of anymore. Yeah, t-
0: what I've tried to do as well is p- p- pick people who aren't going to be problematic and aren't problematic. Kiss, yeah. float... In that line, I think if you pick anyone of a certain era, there's yeah. just... But most of them are alright. Because there's loads of bands I love, and I have no problem separating the art from the artist. If you're going to be an arsehole, you're not going on my Spotify playlist. Yeah. I mean, you should be going to jail, but sadly, society is the way it is. But I'd have good security, women would feel really safe at my festival. This is
1: important. And, like, I mean, I didn't want to bang on about it, because this is a light-hearted chat, we are having fun. But it is important, and especially, not just women, you know, other people as well, but it, it disproportionately affects women who don't feel safe at music festivals and gigs because of just the shit that happens. And it can ruin, like, you can have the best lineup, and just one little shitty thing can ruin everything.
0: That's so. what I'd want, is my festival to feel safe. There'd be good pamphlets and leaflets everywhere. Anything, any a woman looks too drunk or anything security would be instructed to be responsible much like we've got women's street watch in Newcastle I'd yeah. want something and I'd make sure i get loads of money to pay for them from South Tyneside Council of to come and look after people so you'd have people who are like marshals and women put women in positions of power to make sure that everyone's alright and I'd have really good security guards mainly to make sure that shithead Phil Collins isn't getting in but also just to how are you sure going to wrestle
1: drive. him if he can't get in?
0: I'll fight him outside <laughs> you and Mike and the, I'll take Phil, Mike and the mechanics on you said Mike com-
1: and the mechanics were alright
0: I've changed my mind <laughs> I've had a green tea, Ellie. I've gone I've gone wild. I've, I've been listening to some Mint. But I've been listening to the, the Descendants, and now I'm feeling punky and hot. laggy? Yeah, been listening to some proper heavy... Lamb of God, Lamb of God, I've got his inner mood. Tore the sleeves off me T-shirts with me bare hands.
1: I'm ready for a fight.
0: And now Phil's going to get it. Even that lad that he did... Tell you what, I'm going to batter. The one that he does... Um, oh, I can't remember the song now, my mind. You now when he does a duet...
1: Phil Collins. Phil
0: Collins does. Easy Lover. When well, he does Easy Lover, oh, okay. to a duet. I'm going to batter the lad he did that song with us.
1: <laughs> he did the song from Tarzan.
0: He did. Won an Oscar for that, you know.
1: Yeah. It's a great film.
0: It is. He's also in the film Balto. Do you remember Balto? No. It's about dogs. It's really sad watching at five o'clock in the morning once and I wasn't in a, <laughs> an emotionally good place. i little cry. Um, cry. are on on the air. On oh, the
1: film <laughs> tent. Said,
0: yeah. uh, just for Sunday when you're feeling a down. I'll tell I you don't... what you
1: should put on in the film tent. Like, if TV yeah. episodes as well. You should put the episode of The Young Ones where Motorhead's on it.
0: It's great. Um, it's the
1: University Challenge one, isn't it?
0: Yes. Where they go
1: on University Challenge, yeah. but it's got Motorhead in the middle.
0: They've got loads of good bands, like The Specials, I'm sure, are on there and yeah. other stuff. That would be good. A TV shows that bands have appeared in. Yeah. Or oh, actually... Best TV appearances. We're going to do this as a separate episode, but there's loads, like, obviously, a Future Islands one, which aren't, like, a metal band, but there's loads of really good appearances by heavy bands. Like, At The Driving on Jules Holland. Have you ever seen that? No. It's the best... Oh, they would have been really good. Right, never mind. And... uh,
1: (laughs) Stay on track, stay on track.
0: Right, 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 we've got this. At The Driving on Jules Holland, recently The Guardian did a list of the 100 greatest BBC appearances by bands. Oh, okay. And I scrolled to the bottom, because if that isn't number one, that list is invalid invalid li- a department name of their song stay on track right and there wasn't number one but it is the the best it's so chaotic yeah. but so full of energy and jules holland was a legitimately good show for bands and it's a shame so at the driving would have been a good band to have yeah. on as well but they're not on tell you who is on the band that headlined the last night who i forgot oh it's only bloody black sabbath yes what a way to end it
1: that's a perfect end to a festival
0: And I'd have it so you don't necessarily have to stay over on the last night. Yeah. So I'd have late buses out because that next day is the worst.
1: Yeah. Like, I know that I want to go to download this coming year. I also know I won't be able to get the Monday off work. So I'm going to have to leave on the Sunday and then do a miserable drive back to Newcastle.
0: My Sunday ends at 3pm.
1: Oh, nice. So you
0: don't have to stay over. Because that next day is a write-off anyway. Yeah. So I'm normalising coming earlier and having... An after
1: Deftone's on at 9am.
0: Yeah, get up. Do you know what I mean?
1: It's a breakfast festival. We're having breakfast food.
0: Exactly. And then on the last day, you can just leave early. You're not going to miss yeah. it out.
1: Thank you. But
0: if the kids want to stay and have fun, that's alright. You can do that. I'll put, like... The, the skate ramp still there. Oh, okay, yeah. And F- Frank's factory flooring room. That's arguably going to be the hit of the festival. Just don't go in after you've had too many breakfast burritos because it's really hard to get out of the carpets.
1: And I think that's where we'll end it.
0: That's the strongest end to any episode of anything that I think's happened ever. That's really... That, that was an emotional roller coaster, Ellie.
1: That really was.
0: I think for a festival, I feel like we've been to a festival. I do. I feel like we've been
1: to a festival. I am drained now.
0: But we're going to go... Me and Ellie are going to go and have a lie down now on Frank's Factory 4 Carpet's room to have a little chill Hope we do the same. We'll see you at Beckfest 2023, baby. Till next time, this has been Mosh Pet, I've been Ty Beck with.
1: And I'm Ellie Kumar.
0: See you later, you little gods.